Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in a console. Keep the semi when I ride. Let off Henny when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide. Bet I be there pronto. Pronto. Hey, y'all know we celebrate black history every month. But this month, we extra blackity black. It's your boy, George Lee, a.k.a. Conscious Lee. Don't forget the Lee. You know you can check me out at georgeleespeaks.com. Who I'm with? Hey, it's your girl, Toya G. Happy to be with y'all tonight. Last Monday of Black History Month. Uh, but every day, Black 365 is a day where we see, we respect, we honor black history. So, you know, I'm just out here with my black ass, just chilling with y'all real quick. Definitely happy to be with you tonight. And- Lovely day. Lovely day. Uh, they call me the political plug. Uh, I am your favorite Democratic antagonizer, specifically on TikTok. So if y'all want to hear some content, talking shit about Joe Biden while everybody else kissing ass, follow me at The Political Plug uh, on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. We in here, Black History Month Awards 2021. Let's get it. <laughs> okay. Okay. We got, the, we, got, we got the Democratic antagonizer, the political plug, the, 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 the the liberal loose lane pusher because you know, you know that's what I'm saying. So you push him, but I guess that's, that's kind of right, back when it right. came out, but whatever. Yeah, no, nah, it's all good. I appreciate all the love, but I know what we're here for. Shout out to my number one fan, Dan Clement. What's up, Dan? We love you too. Shout out, shout out to Dan, Dan the hot dog man, Elma Fudd. Yes, you know, we 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 love the comments though, you know what I'm saying? So it's like Say all the funny shit you want. We like to be entertained during the show. Yeah, you know I mean, so Dan wants attention, y'all. So let's everybody say hi to Dan. Hi, Dan. Everybody say hi to Mr. Clementa. But uh, but to not allow him to distract, go ahead, MC. Let's go ahead and get this thing started, bro. Hey man. So, like we said, you know, 365 is black history all the time, but this month we real blackity black with it. Last year we had a great phenomenal time and just exploring black history now and back way back when. And we're gonna bring it back this year, second annual. So, you know, we came up with our own different, you know, categories. We hoping y'all like what we call them, you know, and we're about to jump right into it. Let's get it. Second annual Black History Month Awards. Um, what is the let's see, what's the what's the first uh awards y'all want to go ahead and get into um uh, let's start it off with the well no we have some we asked some of our followers to go out and find us some really important accounts right on social media that should be on our radar that we should really be thinking more about then giving more attention to and i'm what were our findings in terms of that category well first we want to say shout out to uh noel uh, for you know, doing what the rest of y'all didn't do and actually exactly. giving us nominees, you know, what I'm saying like some of her favorite uh TikTok or some of her favorite social media personalities. So, because Noel followed instructions, you know, what I'm saying, hey, uh, shout out to Noel, the mink. We gave uh, we gave Noel her own category, and that's called Mink's Honorable Mentions. Yeah, um, honorable mentions. We got a we got a few. Uh, we were we were only able to get three on there, but uh, I'll I'll bring up the, the other names, uh, the people that she nominated. Uh, but uh, Noel wanted y'all uh, wanted y'all to make sure y'all follow, check out their content, check out what they're talking about. Uh, first, we got Jordan Simone. That's Jordan spelled with an X. Uh, we got Queen Work. Queen work on TikTok. Uh, also, Miles the poet on TikTok. Real uh, quick, Miles, go ahead. 
No, nah, with Queen Work and Miles the Poet, before we go to these other ones, I've actually uh, had the uh, opportunity to be on these two profiles. So Jordan Simone, I haven't been able to peep yet, but Queen Work had a really dope conversation, a, a forum about um, questions that black people, that, that non-black people want to ask black people in a non-judgmental space. It's almost kind of like, y'all remember Chappelle's show? I know you remember uh, Chappelle's show, Damo, Ask a Black Dude? Yeah. Like, kind of like that same, that same kind of concept, but it was all like black women um, or black queer identified folk just really yielding a forum about everything from black hair care to uh, shoot, how to deal with uh, 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 being, um, uh, what is it, like stereotyped or typecast as like the frustrated or angry black person, like navigating those types of situations, just a real free flowing conversation. And then Miles the Poet actually follows a lot of our content here on the chop up. So shout out to Miles the Poet, uh, great thinker, great uh, just speaker and connector of thoughts, ideas and perspectives. So both of them are just really uh, two solid accounts that I can attest to. I've enjoyed peeping out their material too. So y'all make sure y'all go check out them. And then Dom, you said it was a couple more. Uh, definitely the last two uh was barbara barbara j warren on tiktok barbara j warren barbara j warren and uh 29 rodney 29 these are all people that y'all should be following if y'all are on tiktok uh these are who we call in uh minx honorable mentions yeah shout out noel mink for actually uh you know putting these people on and this is what we mean by like the type of support that uh that black creators need in order to uh in order to grow because like we said uh our our, our type of content ain't the favorable ain't the favorable shit it's not the shit that, that gets the love and the algorithm so in order for our content to pop people like uh miles the poet like queen work jordan simone uh rodney 29 Bob, uh, uh uh barbara warren they need y'all share they shit Definitely. like they shit comment on they shit watch they shit support great content you feel and me? tell them we sent y'all yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey, and, and and people, a lot of people always ask about how do you get content careers out of shadow man? How do you get them out of suppression? The most important thing is the end user. You feel me? If a platform already has a content creator being suppressed or being shadow banned, how the end user engages with that content that has already been flagged is going to be very, very significant in how that content functions within the algorithm. So if you're on a platform and that platform is already showing you that their views is down, when you half-ass, you know what I'm saying, kind of watch a video or you don't comment on it, you don't like it, that shins, uh, sends a, a sign to the, to, to the uh, platform that says, Yes, you've made a good decision in suppressing this person's content. We don't mm -hmm. want to watch it. We're not going to engage it either. And that's kind of like perpetuates or solidifies it. You know what I'm saying? I was doing my little research. You feel me? You know, I said research over me search. So shout out to you, Noel. For is, doing that, is that Rodney? Is that Rodney 29 in the chat? Is that you? Is that Rodney 29 in the chat? He said he appreciate that. Yeah, I think, I think so, man. Shout out to yeah. you, Rodney. So, so shout out to you, Rodney. Absolutely. Uh, Thank y'all. First category y'all trying to get into. Rest in power. Let's do the rest in power category. Go ahead and give no. give our respect out the gate. Without a doubt. Let's get it in uh, right here. Shout out to you, Rodney, for sure, for pulling up. Hold on. We got it right here. The rest in power award. All right. The rest in power award. Power award, man. Who, 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 who said they nominee first? Or do we all have nominees for each one, right? Uh yeah, we we all got nominees. Now we may now we may agree on nominees, you feel me? But um without a doubt, we I'm, I'm sure we all got them though. Uh who I want to start the uh who I want to nominate first 
um in the wrestling power award is uh Chadwick Bozeman. I want to nominate my nominee is Chadwick Bozeman. Um, I think what what uh what we ignore about uh Chadwick uh, in terms of you know, I mean we could look at it like it was a comic, he made a good comic book movie, you know, he did uh he, he, but it was much bigger than that, right? He mm-hmm. was a lot of a lot of like his impact was more was was bigger than just acting. Uh, for those who don't know, Chadwick Boseman's resume as an actor is like a black is like a Black History uh, greatest hits. You feel me? He played Jackie Robinson. He played yeah. uh, 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 Thurgood Marshall. He played uh, 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 the, the uh, James Brown. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like mm-hmm. just just a, a, a list of just great black people that he brought to the screen uh that showed a lot of respect for um and and black panther like really kind of it 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 generated a a love for blackness and specifically africa right black panther the movie was was some was one of the greatest things to happen to the uh movement of pan-africanism because it, it opened up how people understood africa because we had like a really basic uh understanding that we got from the people that you know i mean colonized africa so yeah. uh chadwick bozeman i get a resting power award uh gone way too soon he passed from um a, a cancer that nobody even knew he had a lot of the film and a lot of work that he did uh, when mm-hmm. uh, he was doing these movies he was fighting that cancer and so uh shout out to him i want and so that's that's who i nominate right on uh my nomination my nominee rather is uh gone but never forgotten cicely tyson uh yeah, definitely yeah. When I think about Cicely Tyson, she just gives me, first of all, she's beautiful and radiant. Started out in the 50s as um, a model. She was uh, discovered by Ebony Magazine. And then from there, just really took off and started to be on a bunch of different covers, especially as black women started to be more uh, universally, slowly but surely acceptable to be brand representatives and diplomats and stuff like that. Then she slid over into film um did sounder which is a critically critically uh, acclaimed film and then got an uh, a an academy award and a golden globe for best actress right so started to really be recognized and start racking up awards uh continues to do a whole bunch of different things be in a whole bunch of roles one of my favorite in terms of just my lifetime roles that she feel was actually being the mom on um how to get away with murder like she was great as Annalise Keaton's mama, somebody to get yeah, her together, yeah, yeah. somebody to be there to to you know push her back. And Viola Davis is amazing, so watching them together on screen was just dope as hell. But she gives me big black auntie vibes, the vibes that I want because she ain't had no kids, and she was married once and it didn't work out. I think she was rocking with a uh, Miles Davis at one point. And they had a relationship in the 60s and 70s, but for the most part, she was about her bag, she was about her career, she was about greatness, um, but was still just a a beautiful black woman on the scene and thriving in her career all the way down to the end. You know what I'm saying? So I might not never have no children, but I want to continue to rack up some accolades, continue to have some great experiences and continue, you know, she just, she set the tone and is a great representation of that. So I'm gonna give it to Cicely Tyson. Okay. Okay. And, and, and pretty much it was, I know me and you had to say, yeah, Cicely Tyson, I, that's why I will give it to her as well. I think that just what she's been able to do as a black woman in the industry that she's in, and how she was able to do it, you feel me? And literally just throughout her career and how she ended her career and how she ended her life, just all the black women in the industry that was able to say how much she's inspired, empowered, impact them. I feel like that's the reason why I feel like she should get the award. I'm curious to see what people in the comment section, what they what they think. But, you know, definitely Cicely Tyson. 
definitely said some Tyson. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I think, and, and you know, just out of respect, I definitely uh, that's that's a great nominee. I mean, this is we talking about, uh, you know, that she was Black History. Like we just lost her, but she was Black History. You feel me? Uh, I mean, especially coming up at a time where Black skin wasn't seen as something that was uh, considered uh, valuable. Right. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't considered something that people wanted to put on the TV. And so to become an icon at a time where you were even more degraded uh, as a person, specifically being a black woman, that meant something. You know, what I mean, like the women that came out of them eras in terms of being icons is, is huge. So, yeah, uh, shout out to that. But uh, we want to direct this to the chat. Um, it, 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 are there any other names that y'all think we should be including in this conversation? Uh, out of out of Cicely Tyson, chat with Bozeman. Uh, I also want to throw the honor. I want I want to throw the honorable mention out there, Kobe Bryant. Got to throw. I got to throw the uh, the honorable mention to Kobe Bryant out there. Yeah. Um, just because of, of you know what he meant, uh, what he meant to people on the court and off the court. Uh, Kobe Bryant has been one of the most inspiring individuals in terms of his mindset, um, in terms of how he set out to accomplish things. And so uh, yeah. now I do think that it like it, in terms of that larger impact uh i think chadwick bozeman uh with, with black panther and just everything cicely tyson did throughout her career uh kind of put them ahead of kobe but we'd be remiss if we you know don't mention that what kobe meant to uh black people uh specifically black men so uh we got mf doom absolutely mf doom uh we unexpectedly uh lost mf doom as well for those who don't know he's one of the more the, uh one of the more underground but prolific rappers uh, in terms of inspiring other rappers, uh, a lot of producers and rappers, if you ask them who some of their favorite rappers were, MF Doom uh, was on that list. So uh, shout out to him. Um, Bro, Didac Mercury, uh, Cicely. OK, so a lot of people, Kimberly Elise is who you talking about that was in Set It Off and in Diary of Mad Black Woman. A lot of she's and a lot of people are like she would be like the perfect person to play Cicely Tyson at some point or play a role in her. But that's not her daughter. That's not really her daughter. A lot of people just made that assumption or assertion on social media because of some of their similarities, some of the ways that they look and things like that. But I'm pretty pretty sure that Kimberly Said that who is, is not the daughter of uh, Cicely Tyson. Said that who? So we don't. So so we don't know that for sure. I am pretty sure that she is not the daughter of. Uh, yeah, Cicely Tyson. They got no kids, man. Yeah, like I'm. I'm almost certain of that. Yeah, yeah, y'all may have to double check that. But um, so it looks like we it looks like we have a winner uh in terms of who we feel like should should take that role. And uh, we giving that we giving that to Cicely Tyson. Um the winner of the rest of I forgot rest of that John Lewis as a uh, nominee as well. Right, that's that's a, that's that's another yeah. honorable mention without a doubt, John Lewis. Um, I mean, really, like you know, he he kind of bigger than just you know than just the rest in power award. I mean, that's the, he uh, being a, um, uh, being a civil rights icon and everything that he did. Uh, I mean, he did, he, yeah. he, he, on, he on the Mount Rushmore. You know what I'm saying? Like when we talk about the Mount Rushmore, that's, that's what John Lewis is. But our winner for this evening of the rest in power award goes to Cicely Tyson. Cicely Tyson. Um, shout out to her, man. Shout out to her, uh, her you know, the family and everything else. Uh, but that's our rest in power award. Uh, what is the next award for this evening? 
Uh, the next award for this evening, I'm just randomly picking things since you're asking. Uh, let's go ahead and jump over to the More Than a Vibe Award. Can we, y'all, y'all want to jump to that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Let's get to the More Than a Vibe. Let me go ahead and get that up. The More Than a Vibe Award. Now, when we talk about... Go ahead. Yeah, when we talk when we talk about the more than the vibe award, uh, we are talking about the people who are the, the musicians who not only make great music but shape the culture. The musicians that have you thinking, the musicians that uh, that push the envelope, right? Not just selling records, but changing hearts, minds, all of that. Uh, and here we are, the more than the vibe award. Who y'all want to y'all? What's up? Where y'all at? Uh, I'll start. I'll start. Um, my more than a vibe award for uh this Black History Month award goes to Beyonce. I got perfect timing too. She just popped up <laughs> on the joint. Um, the reason why I say Beyonce, please believe I'm not a Beyonce stand. Please believe I'm not a Beyonce stand. Um, but Black is King, that was next level. And the reason why I say Black is King is next level is because a lot of times uh, a part of the uh a lot, a, a lot of the conversation that we have when we talk about mainstream artists who uh, have the bigger name, who have the bigger influence, um, they we typically complain about how they don't really do anything for blackness. Like they have their fame and they have who they are and they have what they represent. But uh, we say that they don't do enough to to kind of build the perception of of like black love and that type of shit. And with Beyonce's uh, "Black Is King." It, it's another one of those things where culturally you had people embracing aspects of Africa, embracing the imagery of Africa, the movements uh, uh, of, of the continent uh, and, you know, falling in love with it. I mean, it's especially with it being on premiering on the Disney plus platform. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was yeah. uh, with it, with it being like a, a visual album. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was one of them things where it's like, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of Beyonce music, but I could watch that. Yeah, you know I mean, like I, I could watch it and be like, I fuck with this. Yeah, you know I mean, now one of the say there is the song on there that I fuck with. I ain't gonna tell y'all which one because I don't. I really don't even know the words. I just be making shit up because uh, it sounds like she be making shit up when she say it. But I do feel like uh, I, I do. I, I always appreciate when when Africa uh, and black people are bigged up, giving a lot of love. What about y'all? Uh, I, I go with no name. I go with no name. I go with no name just based off of what she's been able to do to build a platform with music and how she's been able to use her platform to I just just spur a whole bunch of provocative thinking about uh revolution, about activism, about identity, about you know what I'm saying, everything from starting her book club to I feel like really being a big, you know, uh, intellectually controversial on, on 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 places like Twitter and really I feel like causing conversations to be had. You know what I'm saying? So you feel me? I feel like this more in the vibe. I feel like it's a lot of people that follow her on, on Twitter that probably never even heard her music, but just like, you know what I'm saying? Like her vibe, literally, you know? Yeah. Um, I My my option just to kind of, and it's interesting that all black women are really the ones that we choosing. Uh, and a lot of good ones coming up in the comments too, but the person I'm gonna choose is Meg, right? And the reason why I'm choosing Meg, the reason why I'm choosing Meg is because when we Spurring conversations, I think she has spurred some of the most hardcore um, and you know nose to the pavement conversations we need to have in our and as a black community. Uh, when we talk about what it means for black men and protect black women, 
And then we have issues like the Tory situation that really caused them to sit back and, and question what that means when they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. Um, I think she spurred that conversation. I think she's taking uh, WAP. Uh, as in, I talked about this, uh, I think, with the 2020 awards, but it's just so true. Even today, I read a comment that talked about, and it was very ironic, Maxine Waters talked about how audacious it was for her to come out with WAP. Now, you got Maxine Waters talking about a, a, a WAP. So the, the irony is there, right? Mm -hmm. But also, I think it's amazing that she pissed off lawmakers, that those same, but she pissed off Maxine's colleagues to the point where they were talking about it on their legislative conversations and in their interviews and in their tweets, like literally just top to bottom. She became a household name this year and she galvanized a lot of important conversation that black people needed to have about protecting black women, about domestic violence, about gun violence, about women's bodies, um, about sexual agency, about being young, black and free, about balancing a whole lot of different components. She's talked, she's been an advocate for health, um, and veganism and education and all of these different things. And I think Meg just, she'd be doing her thing and she, she don't mind. She don't ask, she don't bother nobody for the most part. So she, all right. I think that's a great choice too. Uh, this, this won't be the last time we talk about Meg this evening. Uh, <laughs> and now, but we want to hear from y'all now. Um, I got Beyonce, George got no name, Toya got Meg the stallion. Uh, who do y'all think? Uh, I know we got a couple in the chat. We have uh, Courtney Bryant said Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, without a doubt. Uh, I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of him as a as an actor. I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> he, he did. Like I mean, just even when he was just old community, it was just wasn't my vibe. Mm -hmm. uh, but as a as a artist, I think he found his lane into black culture because a lot of times these comedians end up embracing uh, what will get them on and. More often than not, it's not what we fuck with. So, uh, mm -hmm. shout out to him for that. Um, Pink Promises Life said Beyonce is the culture shaper. shaper. People follow her lead. Um, Toby uh, or Courtney yeah, also said. To, uh, Corey uh, or, or Courtney also said Toby. That that's the up and comer of like that that niggas is sleeping on. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. You know Toby Uh, but he's that guy. Like the, his music is 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 uh. It's innovative. His imagery is innovative. You feel me? Like how he uses his wife, his homegirl is his producer, his daughter or his kids. Or I think it's his daughter that's always in the videos. Like it's lit. It's lit. So uh, Toby get mad love over here. Definitely. Um, Pink Promises Life also said Lizzo for body positivity. Ethereal Beauty, you almost missed it. You almost missed it. Appreciate you for joining. But you made it. But you made it. Um, but but made so uh, with that being said, where y'all at though? So if without picking y'all, <laughs> George, without picking y'all, who would you fuck with? Lizzo. Nah, nigga, out of, out of our choices, nigga. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> out, of, out of your choices, uh, I would say Beyonce. Told you. Uh, yeah, I think I will have to go with Beyonce too. I mean. Just in terms of artifacts for the culture to point back to, to look back at, back to. And I mean, I think, I, I, I don't know, um, though, I'm kind of on the fence about it because I think she just has more ability to make and contribute those types of things because she gets to be Beyonce. But I don't, you know, so I'm going to give her that. But also, I don't want to undermine any of the work that any of, the, you know, the other people we nominated or talked about because... I think Beyonce just gets the ability to make her mark now and a little bit more the lane to do those types of things and leave things for the culture is just a little, little bit wider for her. But big love to her. She's doing it. She did that. 
Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I think that it, it is easier for her now because of because she, because of where she is in her career. Uh, but I do think that it, people also lose the incentive to do that. And the fact that, you know, it's kind of like when Obama uh, got his second term and at the end of it started letting all them niggas out of jail. It's like, all right, now that I can do it, I'm going to do it. You feel yeah. me? And, I, and, and, and that should be appreciated. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Pink Promises Life said, "Thanks for picking her. Uh, uh picking her pick as well, George." Hey, I, uh, I was definitely thought about like, yeah, Lizzo didn't had a big impact on a lot of shit outside of the music that she made, especially concerning like fitness, wellness. You know what I'm saying, body she's a great, she's a great honorable mention. Lizzo, Lizzo is definitely a great honorable mention. Uh, I think the next one that I want to do though, the next one I want to do is. Uh, this is this is one that I hold dear and close to my heart, and that is the Memorial Kobe Bryant Award, and this is for uh, black sports icons that represent being more than just an athlete. I mean, this is the Memorial Kobe Bryant Award to uh, for all of those black icons that represent being more than an athlete. Uh, George, you want to go first on this one? Uh man, for me, more than just an athlete, I feel like I feel like it's kind of cliche, but LeBron James, <laughs> LeBron James, I feel like just what he's been able to uh, uh do in terms of creating a school, what he's been able to do in terms of political dialogue about the shut up and dribble, uh, just all of the uh, things he's been able to contribute to. I feel like he, you know, what I'm saying, has been more than just a ball player. Nah. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Toya. Well, no, I think LeBron is a great choice. The person that I chose is not somebody who's necessarily an activist or who is um, engaging in that way, but I think they are important for the sport of baseball. Um, they are an image and a face and a personality that I think is uh, changing and moving that sport in the right direction. And that is Mookie Betts. Um, if y'all are not familiar with Mookie Betts, he is, I think, like 25, like super young, played for the Dodgers, won the World Series this past year. And he is up and coming as one of the just overall top to bottom, all position, best, best, best all around baseball players um, in the game right now. And so for him to be young, for him to be um, a black man in a game that's dominated uh, primarily by white people, but then also you have individuals from other countries, a lot of Latinx uh, backgrounds or whatever, black people who have had such an impression on the game aren't really overly represented um, in that sport. And so Mookie has been making some great moves and some great strides. And so I just chose him because I, it's always great to see, niggas in other sports running it you know what i'm saying or when i say other sports sports that are not typically germane to black people and mookie been doing that so that's my choice man i forgot something yeah that's a that's a great choice i'm gonna have to go with simone Biles. i'm gonna have to go with simone Biles. uh because i mean rarely do you see uh uh i mean black people always dominate sports but it's certain sports where uh we've kind of, we've been kept on the peripheries because of what it takes to be able to compete in them sports, right? And what Simone Biles was able to do is there's been great, there's been a great black gymnast. Um, but what she's been able to do is like dominate in a way to where she was penalized for doing shit that other people couldn't do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um when it comes to like black women or young black girls needing uh more to attach themselves to because too too often it's too many conversations about uh you know who's who's dating who and what somebody's wearing and all these other things and uh but to be able to introduce like that conversation of athleticism and inspire girls to be gymnasts the way that 
uh, Mookie inspires black kids to play uh, baseball or the way that LeBron and Mike encourage uh, black black boys to play basketball. Now, black women not only have somebody like because you had the Dominique Dawes of the world definitely don't want to uh, act like there hasn't been black women that have been doing it. But Simone Biles and what she represents and just like mm -hmm. her level of excellence. I mean, to like say, what if uh, Michael Jordan got deducted points because the way that he was dunking, nobody else could reach the goal like that. Yeah. Like Simone Biles is like on the level of more so of a Will Chamberlain, where you got to change the rules for Absolutely. her to play in order for other people to compete. So, uh, I definitely feel like she deserves uh, to be, you know, as an icon more than an athlete. Uh, but I also, uh, as a as a quick um, honorable mention, I do want to throw out there. Uh, uh, actually, I, I say that. I say that. I, I no, nah, let me let me mention her. this is sport. Na, na, uh, na, Naomi. Osaka, Osaka, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, did she beat Serena? You feel me? Uh, which that's big shit alone. You know what I mean? And then she just been killing shit ever since. And she dating a rapper. You feel, you feel me? Like, uh, like, like uh, her connection. Because when when people was like, oh, she's she's black, she's black and Japanese, right? Uh, you know, people kind of assume that ah, nah, you know, she really like it's a distance between like the blackness of who she is. And hey, I think Maya Moore, the honorable mention, I forgot about Maya Moore. Definitely. She gave him a basketball career to literally go and fight for and advocate for somebody's freedom. They got free in that process. She fell in love with them and they got married. But now she's still just, you know, advocating for social justice and being, you know, what I'm saying a big person that's using her platform. And pretty much like she was at the prime of her game, not only prime of her game, like really literally one of the top talents of the WNBA and kind of put that to the side, literally more than off the court, like put more than the sport, put it to the side and really just dedicated her, her livelihood to somebody else's livelihood, you know. Uh, checking out, said, checking, oh, go ahead, Toy. Well, I was say, Van said more than an athlete. So, is this about the impact of their contributions outside of the sport or the impact of sports greatness? Look, we ain't got no rules around here, okay? <laughs> it started being, it started being, <laughs> oh, then all of a sudden, I think it's my fault. I chose somebody that was just really impactful to their sport. So, basically, it's just really like impactful black athletes with their black, beautiful selves doing important and meaningful things in their sport and beyond, to clarify. Well, I mean, because I think I think more so when we say more than an athlete, it's like even their their athleticism represents something more to black people. Like for like black icons, it's always more than just what they do. You know right. what I'm saying? It's about it's about like the impact that they have on communities, even just being, you know what I'm saying, a gymnast or even just being a baseball player or a basketball player. Like if your if if your participation in that sport turns you into an icon for the culture, that's that makes you more than an athlete. You mm -hmm. icon. Um, and so uh, I mean, but that's that's a, that's a great point. Yeah, who won? Say lines the time, baby. Like who won though? Oh yeah, we ain't there yet. We ain't there yet. We we we, we kind of going through the comments. So we definitely got Kaepernick. I said that's another great uh, that's another great honorable mention. Um, uh, Colin Kaepernick like sacrificed his position, like sacrificed his job, uh, in order to make a stand. So we we definitely appreciate him. Ne uh, never want to um, you know, undermine that. Uh, Khadija said Maya Moore. Uh, we got we got uh, Serena Williams. Uh, again, we got another Kaepernick. Uh, and there was there was a black woman who be uh, who be Serena. She deserved that too. She uh, I'm, I'm not a tennis person. You know what I'm saying? So I apologize for not knowing her name. Uh, oh, John oh, Carlos and Tommy Smith, without a doubt. 
without a doubt. We were trying to say, hey, 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 we got a picture with Tommy Smith. Hey, you know, hey, hey, you know what? I had to post that, but I do look really cool next to him down here, like, yes, sir. So, uh, real quick, um, which one, uh, uh, with, with the three that we have out of what we nominated, uh, Toya, without picking yours, who, who what would you go with? Um, who I forgot. Oh, if, if I have to go with ours, I, between ours, I'm gonna pick LeBron. Um, just cause I think he's doing everything he needs to do to cement his legacy. Um, the players that we talked about are younger, so they have a lot of time to grow, um, and, you know, see if they want to become advocates. I know, um, like, Naomi Osaka has social media posts. It's been outspoken, has been very verbose about her petition, position on certain uh, social social justice issues. Uh, and I want to see if these players grow into being the advocates in their sport that LeBron grew into with his sport, uh, just because he took on that role when a lot of other big athletes on this platform for criticized, were criticized for not doing the same thing. The Michael Jordans of, you know, the Michael Jordans, weren't really trying to be in all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? They were trying to play the game and kind of be champions in that regard. So I, I like LeBron's legacy creation and his approach to doing that. Uh, George, without picking yours? Uh, and uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Naomi. I'm going to go with Naomi. I think that when she had... Um, wore the different uh victims of, of police brutality on her mask uh when she had the global platform i feel like when she had the world literally watching tennis i think that was able to generate a lot of great dialogue important conversations crucial conversations on an international you know uh, uh realm about you know blackness black people and police brutality so i feel like yeah uh, and shout out to Naomi. Uh, shout out to Naomi. Shout out to uh, Simone Biles. But I'm about to go with um, I'm about to go with Le- LeBron. Just the school shit. Umar Johnson been trying to build a school for ten years. Hey, he finally got it. You know what I'm saying? Umar Johnson been trying to build a school for ten years, and and I think LeBron actually sets the uh, sets pretty much sets the standard for how an athlete, a big name athlete, should be in terms of his community, what he should be. Now, LeBron is not without fault, but in terms of what he should, what, what we should speak out against and what's important, um, I, I think LeBron James kind of set that standard. Uh, but let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and speed it up. Get through this next one. Uh, George, you want to yeah, the next one, man? We're going to call this the, what, the, the, the first love, first spark. You feel me? The first person that gave you the first, like, the, the first person that gave you the spark and love for black history, for black identity, for black empowerment, for, you know what I'm saying, black people. You know, I'm going to uh, go first. You know, I guess we can, you, you can show the visual. Yeah. Show us the visual. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like if everybody that know me and everybody that that that, that watch my content, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, I'm sure y'all didn't hear my 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 quote about power, how power is the ability to define the to define the phenomenon and make it act in a desired manner. You know what I'm saying? The great Huey P. Newton was definitely the first person that made me just really have a spark with being black, with 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 wanting to organize black, with wanting to learn black, with 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 really just wanting to get into the history, the political implications, the societal positions, the economic implications of blackness and black people it was Huey P. Newton. You feel me? Right on. The cold. The, and people that's watching this that don't know or listening to this and don't know, Huey P. Newton is one of the co-founders of the Black Panther Party. I put some respect on. Nineteen sixties. 
Put some respect on his name. Doctor Huey P. Newton. Thank you. Thank you. But you know, Huey P. Newton probably will tell you. You know what I'm saying? He ain't care about those uh, bourgeois labels. <laughs> he, he, he probably would to be for real that that would be his stance what about you tell you hey i'm gonna pick uh maya angelou uh as a young black girl growing up uh doing poetry that's the 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 biggest compliment you can get is you you love maya angelou that's what they say to all black girls who do, who do poetry and so when i start hearing it at you know, 11, 12, whatever, really started to get into spoken word and stuff like that. It was a badge of honor. It was annoying as hell, uh, but it was also a, a really great feeling to be associated with somebody wonderful, um, going through and learning phenomenal woman, going through and falling in love with her voice and hearing her perspectives, agreeing with some, not agreeing with others, but still just respecting her contributions to the culture, her literary works, um, her being a poet laureate. I believe she was uh, Bill Clinton's poet laureate. Right. So got a chance to be recognized on that high stage and high caliber. And she just, you know, her voice, too. I'm, I'm a woman. I love women with deep voices. And so when, when someone shows you who they are, like, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, what I'm saying? that shit give me hype. So I'm picking up my, my Angelou just because from the voice to the delivery to her presence. I mean, it was just a big deal to her as a little black girl doing poetry. Um. I, I kind of knew to, that's why when I put Maya Angelou in the graphic, I did. I knew to, I, I, that was for <laughs> um, uh, for me. I'm gonna have to say it was it was it was a tough toss up because, like we said, we I've talked about uh how much Stokely Car or not Stokely Carmichael, but Huey P. Newton means to me. I named my son after him. Um, but I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to nominate uh Stokely Carmichael, Kwame Ture. Um, Ture. St- the reason why I gotta like for me right. is is. As a as a as a as a black thinker, Stokely Carmichael got me into the black resistance. But it's it's a certain thing about the way that uh, Stokely Carmichael approached like political dialogue as it pertains to black people. One of the most uh, influential phrases or, or, or uh, quotes he made for me is when he was talking about like uh, the civil rights movement and the, and the impact that it, and, and who it was for. And what he said, uh, what he said straight up was that the civil rights movement wasn't for us. It was to tell white people what they need to be doing. Stop. Yeah. Let me come in this building. Let right. me, you know what I'm saying, get the resources that I'm allowed as a citizen of the United States. And so uh, that statement, along with the uh, the quote that um, there's a higher law than the law of government, that's the law of conscience. And he also said uh, the, the the thing that kind of really set me over the top when he was like when criticizing um, the, the, uh, the nonviolent movement as a part of the civil rights, he straight up said that in order for nonviolence to work, your... Um, your oppressor needs to have a conscience. Your opponent must have a conscience. Man, the man, United man. States does not have one. You feel me? So, like, as you can see, yeah, like, I got some, like, I got the Kwame Ture quotables. You know what I mean? There, like, because it, it just, it had a profound impact on me uh, in terms of studying politics and getting into what I get into. So, uh, that I would say Kwame Ture. Uh, what about the chat? I see Huey P. Newton. Uh, I see KRS1. I see uh, more Maya Angelou. I see Jesse Owens. James Baldwin um, in there. Oh, here, that Jesse Owens is probably with the last topic. Uh, but I do see James Baldwin. So we, it's, it's, it's a lot of people that, uh, that, that have had an impact on how we have come to understand things. Um, but if we're going to go ahead and vote and, and, and decide a winner, not pick him on, I'm going to have to go with Huey. I'm going to have to go with Huey. Uh, I feel like that's – yeah, I, I named my son after him. I can't even <laughs> – <laughs> I right. can't even uh I can't really say too much. I named my son after him. So you I'm a second that gotta go with Huey P. Um definitely just thinking about the larger framework 
uh, of uh, his his advocacy and revolutionary perspectives. It's just kind of easy decision for me. Hey, Huey P. Yeah, so um, yeah. Huey P. Man. Yeah, man. Doctor Huey P. Newton, the chairman. You feel me? Did his thing. We appreciate all the work he put in. Uh, but yeah, Huey P. Newton. Go ahead, take that one. Um, the next one that I think we should do. I mean, we got to show love to our LGBTQ family. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Uh, so the, the, the next award we're going to get into is the James Baldwin Award. We're talking about Black LGBTQ excellence with the James Baldwin Award. All right. Um, now, with this one, you feel me? It, it don't matter if it's, if it's from the past or today. Um, just black LGBTQ excellence, like who uh put you in a position to where you recognize that type of greatness, you feel me? From from uh from our queer brothers and sisters, or in non-binary too, like just the, the people we love, queer people. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. The people, the people we love are the people who love us. <laughs> it's the, the socialization is deep, y'all. I gotta you know what I'm saying. So, so uh LGBTQ excellence, black excellence, told you you can go ahead and get a cracker. For right now, for I me, mean, in terms of just the contemporary representation of somebody who is just phenomenal on screen and in their roles, but also just really um out here in these streets working to, to liberate and advocate for folks, gotta show love to India Moore. Uh she uh as a black queer activist has been number one to share some consciously content. So shout out to India for being tapped into the boy. Uh, but more importantly was uh, a huge voice um, in moving and sharing mutual aid funds during um, the protest. And a lot of stuff that happened over the summer has been deeply invested in coming up with funds for coronavirus uh, relief. Uh, more specifically, uh, India Moore has attended rallies defending trans rights and raised over $20,000 in coronavirus relief funds for black trans and queer individuals, some of uh, which are hit the hardest uh, amidst the pandemic because of things like unstable living conditions and access to health care and things like that. Um, and has, like I said, was part and parcel of making sure that we didn't forget about the black trans and black queer people who were being um, unfairly targeted by the police and by just other people in general uh, as we fought for liberation, freedom, and for revolution in our in our social systems over the summer. And so I, I chose uh, India just because I mean, polls, if y'all not familiar with the show, y'all need to go ahead and get hip and watch that and catch up with it and respect the art and appreciate the art that India Moore is a part of. Uh, but she's also just done a lot of beautiful work in terms of advocating for us and our people and particularly making sure that um, their needs are staying at our forefront. So India Moore is lit. That's my choice. George? Man, I'm going to say uh, Lena Way. Say uh, Lena Way just in being able to, I feel like, be a trailblazer. For uh, a lot of people, a lot of different LGBTQ and just black people real large in the industry that she, you know what I'm saying, uh, that they in. And it's being able to give a lot of opportunities, access, opportunity, if you resources, you feel me, in terms of putting people on. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they've been very instrumental and a very empowering person, just their presence in terms of doing what they've been able to do, how they do it. Okay, Alex, you know George's country, Lena Waif. <laughs> I'm bad. Lena Way. Not like Lil Way. He country in this late where he at. So what he was saying was Lena Way. Somebody said Lil Way. It's like I said Lil Way. It's like I said Lil Way. I said Lena Way. A little bit. Lena Way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks, George. Uh, 
I would have to go with uh, this is probably a name that a, a name that uh, y'all might not be familiar with, but his name is uh, Alfonso David. Alfonso David. Um, he is actually a black LGBTQ civil rights attorney. Now we always hear about civil rights attorneys, but you know, like the Benjamin Crump and and those type of guys. But um, uh, uh, David uh, Alfonso David was a Liberian refugee. Um, his uncle was actually the uh, the president of Liberia. Uh, he was killed, and so which is why he came over to the United States. Uh, the reason why he's uh, a big deal, especially now, is because he is the first black president of the human rights campaign. You know what I mean? And to have somebody, uh, uh, a, a black person and a queer black person leading the human rights charge, nothing, uh, it, it couldn't be anything more appropriate. Because out of people who have to deal with some of the most egregious, normalized human rights abuses, black queer people deal with it in ways that uh, cisgender folk can't or cisgender heteronormative people can't even begin to understand. And so uh, for him to be leading that fight for human rights uh, is nothing more uh, to me in my eyes. I don't think it's any more uh, anything more appropriate than a, a black LGBTQ. I just just queer civil rights attorney. All right. Uh, let's see who we let's see who the chat talking about. And uh, into this, my honorable mention, my honorable mention would be Ashley Preston. You feel me? Ashley Preston, you know what I'm saying? Sis, she, 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 man, she, she the first, uh, trans woman to be a, a editor in chief for a national, uh, uh, for a national or uh, national organization, as well as being the first, uh, open trans person to run for office in California. And she, she just been doing her thing. You feel me? Okay. Like, you know what That's I'm saying? That's a good for me. You said yeah. Ashley Preston. Ashley Preston, oh yeah, she followed me on the, on the, on the ground, and you know what I'm saying, like she she just she just she's be doing her thing. You feel right me? On. Like great writer, you know, a lot of great dialogue in terms of being a personality. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like she be you know what I'm saying really putting a lot of people on as well. Right on. Okay. Uh, so in the chat we have people think, thinking uh, thinking he said Little Wayne, uh, right. but we got we got Kid Fury, and Crystal, uh, Crystal West from the Reed podcast. I'm I agree, with you. I, Rodney. I love that pick. I'm yeah. a big fan of Kid Fury and Crystal. Love what they do. Love the Reed. I actually listen to the Reed a lot and trying to figure out the 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 direction of the chop up when it first originated before Damo and uh and Georgia was on it. Now see, yeah, what you saw and what you see is that we're nothing like the Reed. So by watching the read, I was able to, you know, be like, I don't want to repeat or replicate what somebody else is doing. But they gave me a lot of things to think about, consider to mow some stuff after. So I love uh, the growth, even that the read is experienced from going live to getting TV spots to everything like that. They definitely was doing their thing. Uh, we also have Marsha P. Johnson. We have Wanda Sykes and we have Diamond Styles in the chat. So we definitely appreciate y'all. Uh, also, Barbara Smith. Uh I don't know who that is, Lion. So go ahead and um, you can put that in the chat to educate us. Um, but now let's go ahead and get to this voting. Um, I would have to say, without picking uh, my choice, I would have to go with uh, India Moore. I would have to go with India Moore because I think what Pose did for trans, uh, black trans people, in terms of like when we talk about representation being yeah. important, being able to look at the screen and, and see somebody who lives in a culture who are not even lives, but embodies a culture that is typically disregarded, dismissed. 
for Pose to be able to do that. And, and I mean, for the people that there's just all the all the individuals that came, uh, all the actors or actors, we just call them actors that mm-hmm. came out of uh, 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 Pose doing their thing like that's big. So I would have to go with India more. I know. Yeah, I wrote yeah, with India more too. Just how they invested and how they put in for the community, for this in different ways. Not only from the coronavirus, but from the summers and the protests, and from you know how they use their platform in terms of putting smaller content creators like myself. You know what I'm saying, giving us exposure and things like that. I feel like they just all the way around a stand up person and just being able to you know walk the walk, talk the talk, do the whole thing, the whole shebang bang. Without a doubt, without a doubt. So that is the James Baldwin Award winner for 2021. India Moore, we appreciate what she represents. Uh, let's get to this next one. Let's see what we got next. Let's see what we got next. Uh, how about we take a look at... Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> we love you, but... <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I ain't gonna pick nobody for this category. Let me think of somebody real quick. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and think about it. Tell you, I want y'all to see that with with all the the only person in this <laughs> montage is Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> the only person in this montage is Kanye, and uh, I mean, I'll get it started. Um, I, I'll get it started. Uh, just based off of uh, like what what I just showed. This Kanye still. Still, I mean, that this is probably, I mean, we probably found some way to talk about Kanye. Like, yeah, but still, like, because, I, I mean, I can't underestimate the role that he played in, in just, like, me, my debate career, specifically in high school, high school and me, you know, seeing myself as an intellectual. Yeah. You know I mean, like, he played a huge role in that, in, in showing that intellectualism isn't what we always assume that it is. And so I can't forgive Kanye for just flipping the fuck out. Like, I can't. Like, it's, it's, it's something that's always going to bother me. And so for the We Love You But Award, Kanye West. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to choose Kanye because I'm done. Uh, however, I will choose. Um, who was I just? I just. Oh, Ice Cube. I really feel like Ice Cube did some suspect shit. But when we look, I, I feel like he got hit with the heavy hand because it was bad timing. You know what I'm saying? I think if he would have come out of the gate and maybe have more time and been more strategic in trying to clue in black people on his... Because I feel like there was a little bit more strategy there than we were able to give him credit for. It was just a bad execution of an attempt to really get niggas to think differently about what we're asking and what we're doing. I just felt like, where was you at for the whole rest of the four years? That was my biggest criticism of Ice Cube, right? So I really feel like I still love there. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really threw him out. The baby in the bathwater is still intact. They still, I'm, I'm not the one. It just was bad timing. It was just, I think the tone deafness and the 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 bad faith in Donald, like it just, it wasn't no getting out of that. But I would really love to see Ice Cube take another approach. Start talking now, right? We should be skeptical of Joe Biden now. He should be galvanizing the, the move of what it looks like to hold him accountable. Cause that's been, that was the rally and cry for everybody. I'm implicated in that, that voter for Joe Biden was, Get him in there and hold his feet to the fire. Like, be a part of those conversations is what I want from Ice Cube. But I think there's some good fodder there. There just needs to be better strategic deployment of how you trying to lead niggas. Because you can't just jump out in the front like, I got this good idea and I'm going to lead us to the, like, we don't know. You, you're you not credible yet. You haven't really convinced us. We still, are we there yet? You know what I'm saying? That's the last time you have. So there's some work that needs to be done. But I still got love for Cube. And I think he just got to get it together. 
Man, I hate to be that person, man. I hate to be that person. But I'm tied up on some Negro shenanigans right now. I can't I can't choose between these two people. You know, one of these people I, I grew up on, you know what I'm saying? And and, and and you feel me? They've had a big impact on, you know what I'm saying, how I do things and how I say things and how I, and, and how I was able to get my degree. This other person, I feel like they've also been able to have, uh, 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 I feel like not, not, not nearly as much of a big impact as big as an impact as the other person, but definitely have been able to, I feel like, empower me and influence me to want to say things eloquently in, 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 in different times, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, these two, these two, I like this, first, this first person I'm going to say, I'm definitely going to get some flack for, you feel me? It's going to be like, consciously, what the hell now? So you nominating hey, two you know me, you know me. If you know me, though, you know, like, damn, no. but hey, Boosie Badass. Boosie like, Badass. What the, fam, I, it was better when you was just a, a, a music person, bro, because the more and more you speak on certain shit, the more and more I'd be like, fam, why Why do you think that you have such profound, you know, hot takes that you think that you need to give them all the time? You know what I'm saying? And then the other person is just like, sir, what the hell is you doing? You already started off kind of in with me because of how I introduced you. I introduced you to me in debate. You know what I'm saying? People wanted to be on some on some on some green energy type shit, they'll read a Van Jones car. And so I was like, man, fuck Van Jones. But then you feel me? I started he started to grow on me a little bit. But recently he didn't did the flip-flop, fishy, wishy water, you know what I'm saying? Like Donald Trump when that bad, he did some good things. So it's like, I don't know about you, Van Jones. Yeah, bro, I, I ain't took Van Jones serious since I don't know how long, but yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you though. Um <laughs> Okay, this this is the thing. I'm looking at the chat and I see a few names, right? Like we got Herschel Walker and Christian Walker. George is familiar with uh familiar no, with them without a doubt. No for, ain't, ain't no, I, I don't love them guys. And, and right, and that's the thing. Like I, I cause some of these are some of these are good picks, right? Like let me just let me kind of go through these real quick. We got Candace Owens, um, we got Terry uh, Cruz, uh, Terry yeah. Cruz, Little Wayne, uh Lil Wayne. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? And but the, the thing about some of these is like Candace Owens, Diamond and Silk, they, they as uh we also as Elia Banks, that's a good one. Uh, but don't nobody like don't nobody got love for them. This is this is the people that we fuck with, but like y'all are really string, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so these uh <laughs> Alex and said Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I bet straight up, I respect it. Uh, but let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get these votes in. Uh, Toya, not picking your own. Who would you go with? Not picking my own. I am going to go with uh, who's your other person, George? You said Lil Boosie and who? Van Jones, Van Jones, Boosie oh, and Van Jones. Van Jones or Kanye. I mean, I you know I'm a I'm a Mr. Old Kanye. I think if anything, I would I would really fight to have that particular mind, that particular perspective back. So many beautiful things was off the college dropout and before and beyond, and that nigga gone. I don't know if he's coming back, but it would be nice. Yeah, George. Mm, yeah, because 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 Kanye gone. <laughs> what was the other uh, options I had? So you said Ice Cube. Yeah, man, Ice Cube. You feel me? <laughs> I know your Ice Cube. Run it, run, run it back, Ice Cube. I think that you went into it as like the uh, older, you know, what I'm saying, kind of self righteous black man that felt like you had all the answers and you don't need nobody. 
But I think that, you know what I'm saying, you real, at the end of the day, you you a real brilliant person. And it's just like, you know, I know somebody living with the, come on, Lee. Hey, man, I'm from Texas, man. I, I grew up on Boosie, man. As a matter of fact, Toya, when I first met Toya, when I used to get done with my, uh, uh, get done with my like, literally, I get done with my uh, speeches when I debate in college, I literally would end my speeches in free Boosie. Free Boosie. Boosie was in jail, and George Lee was not happy about it, okay? And you was going to know about that. It's eight debates. Yeah, Everybody's guaranteed eight debates. Eight times at that tournament, he was gonna tell you that we needed a free boosty. He meant that. All right, so the uh, so the winner, of course, who been, you know, what I mean, he probably he gonna hold on to this one for a little bit because I think we gave him an award like this last year. But the winner for you got to get that shit together, is Kanye West, man. Kanye, so we all missed the old Kanye. Kanye yeah. Titter, that's what he called himself. Kanye, Kanye Titter. Titter, you know what I'm saying? The Louis Vuitton Don, man. Yeah, you know Louis Vuitton Don is gone now. Yeah. Now he's a European mind. <laughs> All right, uh, y'all about if I jump to a new category? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Let's go ahead and slide over to the living Black History uh, category. I want to talk about. Uh, black folks who are living right now, who are actively making moves, connecting dots, and really solidifying their spot as our future, our future, um, you know, legacy award winners. Which we're gonna get to our legacy award in a minute. But who's currently right now just rapidly creating Black history? Who do you think we're gonna be talking about in the future? Uh, for me to get it started, uh, uh, I'm gonna have to go with Stacey Abrams. Go with Stacey right Abrams. Oh, uh, I mean. You know, because we we talking we talking a lot about Kamala and all of that right now. Um, but Stacey Abrams actually, like, outside of her being attached to somebody else, because I mean, we Joe Biden said that he was going to pick a, a black woman from the jump, and we all thought it was going to be Stacey Abrams from the mm-hmm. jump. Um, but uh, K- Kamala was the more, you know, she she was the more um, safe. She was a safer option, mm-hmm. right? She was a safer option, um, and. Not only with her making an impact, you know, back in back in 2018, um, but everything she did leading up to uh, the, the the 2020 election, like shit, she flipped it. It was I, we can't say her, but her and her coalition, yeah. um, Keisha Lance Bottoms, uh, the, and and the rest of the, the the machine that she has there in Georgia, they flipped a uh, a fucking a red state that hadn't that hadn't voted for a Democrat in 20 some years, decades. Yeah, that's that's big. Like that's that's the way you fight racism, you feel me? And so uh Stacey Abrams is li- is living black history to me, man. Like we gonna we gonna like this is just the beginning of her story, and it's already so impactful that when we when she's gonna be in our history books, like our right. kids are gonna learn about her uh on in, in the future. So my, my nomination is Stacey Abrams. Uh Lee. Uh, I, I go ahead and go. My nomination for living black history. Regardless of how you feel about the things that he produces or his artistic vision or what he does, you got to put some respect on Tyler Perry's name. Um, I think that Tyler Perry as a um, media icon is somebody who was highly slept on, uh, depending on who you talk to, because a lot of people don't recognize that opening up Tyler Perry Studios, for example, uh, literally changed the face of black owned 
um, sound stages and um, movie studios and stuff like that. So the ability for him to not only do that, but he employs high rates of black people. I don't know if y'all pay attention to Christmas time and holiday seasons, but he is notorious for uh, going and paying $250 for 500 families at local grocery stores or going and paying a thousand people's layaway bills or just doing all types of crazy stuff to really be about and for the people. Y'all can feel how y'all want to about his wigs and about his plots and about his storylines and about the stuff that you do or don't like, but he employs more black people and has kept people like Cicely Tyson employed, has kept the Kimberly Elises, has kept a lot of our favorite black uh, faces in working, right? If you look at a lot of these, uh, the movies that he's created, you're like, oh, shoot, I ain't seen that person. Don't see that person. Don't get to see that person a lot. And he'll have them all together in a big old all-star cast. And I think what Tyler Perry does is, regardless of how you feel about the content, just some some dope shit. So I got to pick Tyler Perry. Man, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm a, uh, I feel like he definitely a black bourgeoisie, but make him say, uh... The nine, the nine. <laughs> Master P still living the. To me, he living the black hood dream in every way one can realize. In, in, in every way one could visualize, he been a rapper, a producer, uh, 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 made movies, um, you name it. Entrepreneur, uh, own TV show, philanthropist. Um, I feel like everything, like I like, and the list goes on. You know what I'm saying? Just everything that Masterpiece been able to accomplish, everything that he's done for putting his family on, not only his immediate family but his extended family to being able to own shit and being able to show a lot of other young black entrepreneurs the blueprint and how to be able to know your worth and know your value in terms of negotiation and monetizing your services or your products. Yeah, I mean, y'all, <laughs> y'all picked two people that you know. I, I, I think it's problematic, but I, I agree with y'all uh, with y'all's assessment. Because um, I think y'all is problematicness, you know, or yeah, you know, yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm definitely not a problem. Like, she more like judgmental. You feel me? I'm going with Mr. Ice Cream Man, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Uh, yeah, Mr. Ice Cream. We shouldn't even have been singing that shit. We uh-uh. we shouldn't even have been singing that shit, but. Uh, let's see who they talking about in the chat before we go ahead and get these uh get these votes in real quick. Let's see, we got uh Stacy, we got Tyler. Roland Martin. <laughs> Shout out to Roland. Uh we got yeah, Kamala Roland, man. Um Van said Tyler Atrocious Wigs Perry. <laughs> Janaya Khan, I'm not familiar with. Uh Vance also said Jay-Z over Pedo. That's interesting. Mm. Um Noel said, "What about Laverne Cox? That's another great choice." Um, oh. But to go ahead and uh, to go ahead and get that vote in, uh, let's see. I go first. If if I had to pick somebody, not Stacey Abrams, I got me choosing between Master P and Tyler Perry. I go with damn. <laughs> Damn, I gotta go with Tyler Perry. 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 Uh, it's just, yeah, I gotta go with Tyler Perry. Um, I, I, cause I agree with the impact that he's had just on like employing black people. I mean, P has too, but the, the, the impact that Tyler Perry has had with such terrible work. Hey, he put a lot of people on though. We got we hey, to give him credit. The, the plays, feel how you want to about the movies and the shows. The plays are legendary. They're epic. 
and I won't allow them to to be spoken ill of. The plays are epic. The plays, plays. they just didn't translate well to. I don't think they, a lot of that shit translated well to film. I don't think so either. And the the moves that he made to translate in the film were just like terrible. So terrible. Yeah. gotta be honest. <laughs> uh, we got two categories left. And we're well, well, hold on, George, George, George. Outside of yours, what you pick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Tyler Perry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, hey, he 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 bought a he bought a Confederate base, army base. Come on, man! It's like and... Stacey Abrams. I will say, I and and this is not to undermine anything moving forward. Um, but I shared a clip. Y'all go look on the Chop Up Show right now at a clip from Te- Tesla and Figaro. Um, who talked specifically about a lot of the hard work that was done in to, for the 2020 election um, in places like Georgia, but how all of that's going to be irrelevant if the Democrats don't get a game plan together for 2022. Not even 2024, but 2022. If there is not a strategic plan to mobilize, to think about how you're going to get all those people to show up and do it all over again in two years, it'll all be for naught because we'll find ourselves chasing our tails. So I got big love for Stacey Abrams, but the work is not done. And I think that's the burden that you know her and a lot of her constituents are having to carry uh but if you want me to really believe the democrats right uh sustainability right you did it but can can you maintain and sustain can you so, keep it up so that's yeah can you keep up no so, uh the, 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 like, is, is the living black history award for t- <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey man don't hate i stand by my choice uh real quick i want y'all to drop a legacy award when we talk about the Legacy Award, this is a uh, living Black history uh, in terms of uh, just people who have lived a long, rich life, who are still alive, though, um, and making some strides. So unfortunately, we lost, you know, we talked about the people who were passed on, rest in power. But who are some people who are still alive right now who you got a lot of love for? I'm going to pick Asada Shakur, the most hated Black woman in America, still on the FBI most wanted list. I got a chance to watch Judas and the Black Messiah this weekend and really be reminded just how much in a very palpable and very visceral way, how much uh, they hated our black asses and they hated the Panthers in particular. And so when I think about her particular story of being in New Jersey um, and, you know, being accused of shooting a trooper and evading that and and getting the hell out of Dodge and making it to Cuba. um, But I think about what the Panthers fought for, who she was and the fact that she got to live this long. Um, I'm going to take my hat off to Asada Shakur because uh, watching Judas and the Black Messiah was a great reminder of just how much they was on the Panthers' ass and that she was able to evade that really speaks uh, volumes to me. And then my runner-up real quick is NBA legend Bill Russell. I'm going to be sad yeah. to say, uh, the day we lose him. He just uh old, big, towering, powerful black man who has, you know, patience and nerves of steel, who has been there throughout the evolutions of various civil rights movements. Um And you know, Bill Russell is definitely living history for me, but I'm gonna go with Asada Shakur. Uh, I'm gonna go. I gotta go with Angela Davis. Um, I mean, really, like, really for the same reasons. Um, but I, I, I think that for Angela Davis to have endured what she endured, uh, and still be here, not and, and not to say Asada, like she, she, she left and was like, "Fuck y'all, I ain't got no reason to be." come back to that shit yeah um but angela davis is still and and this isn't like comparing him to at all um but angela davis is still in the belly of the beast like she's still like she knows that her her uh comrades are either in jail or out of the country right her uh and um being the educator and still being a a a face and and being at the forefront of teaching about blackness and understanding blackness and and what they did 
what what she what she stood for with the Panthers. I think that like you know she's one of like, we don't give her enough flowers. Like I know a lot yeah. of black like a lot of us like black people that's in you know what I mean that's in the know. We do more. We do show more appreciation for people like Angela Davis. Um, and then with, with her coming out, because I, I, we didn't know that she was uh, queer until recently, right? She she just recently uh, spoke on that, right? Or did, was nah, that something? She came, that, the same, she came out the same year as Ellen DeGeneres came out. Just the Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, we was talking about it. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, she came out the same year, but Ellen was right, right. So you know, I mean, with with all of that, so she's not she's not even just like a black icon, like she's a she's a queer black icon, which yeah, I mean, we gotta we gotta give her, you know, her flowers while she's here, in like you know, in the same space as us. Like mm-hmm. this is somebody who who does talks, who teaches, and all this other shit. So I gotta nominate Angela Davis. What you think, George? Yeah, man, I, definitely good nomination. I would nominate Bobby Seal just because he's one of the co-founders of the Black Panther Party. So we just gonna nominate all Panthers. Uh, hey, this <laughs> but, hey, but in my opinion, I think that the Black Panther Party gets a lot of uh, value in terms of how they've been impacted the community. But I think a lot of times we think about the Black Panther Party either being dead or locked up. We don't think about Bobby Seale, one of, like literally one of the founders of the party, one of the creators of the party, still being alive, still being like not being in jail. You know what I'm saying? And being able to just, you know, what I'm saying, recognize what they've been able to contribute in terms of black empowerment and politics. Absolutely. Uh, so just to just go over some quick ones in the chat before we get into this last one and end up closing this thing out. Um, we do have we got a Michelle Obama, we got Thomas, Thomas Sankara, uh Patrice Colors. Some of these, some of these are, are would have been good for the last award. I'm not sure who that is. So I, I need I some things I need to catch up on. Uh, we do is one of the uh, founders of uh Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Um, we do got Angela Davis, we got Bell Hooks. Yeah, without a doubt, Bell Hooks is, is one of the GOATs. Um, Comrades was intentional. He caught that. Uh, Cornell West, without a doubt, Cornell West is one of I my know, he got rejected for tenure at Harvard, and so a lot of people were decrying that because, I mean, once again, these institutions, these ivory towers fail to recognize the contributions greatly that he has, you know, made to, to have that type of emeritus status next to his business. But we, you know, give him flowers, even when those institutions won't. Without a doubt, um, Kimberly Crenshaw, another great one, um, popularized the 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 uh, conversation of intersectionality, which is how you know our different uh, uh, different aspects of our identity intersect. Oh, gee, Kimberly, we aren't just black, we aren't just queer, we aren't just straight, we aren't just poor. We are all these things and more. So, uh, shout out to Kimberly Crenshaw. But to go ahead and finish this off, uh, Toya, if you had to pick one that was not yours, who would you go with? I pick one that wasn't mine. I mean, I'm gonna go with uh, Angela Davis. You know, what I'm saying Black Girls Rock, um, and the women of the movement definitely brunt that. you know, bear the brunt of the struggle and the brunt of the work, and didn't really get all of the credit necessarily due to them for really riding and being down for the cause of the Panthers. And so, when I look at her ability to, like you said, stay in the belly of the beast to translate a lot of that uh, work to academia into a form of a lot of modern day activism, uh, she got it from me. Oh yeah, education is elevation. You know I'm going with Angela Davis. 
I feel like what her, her legacy to really shows how being an educational influencer, how like how the implications of that can be very dangerous. And sometimes you feel me and how, you know, what I'm saying how her being an educational influencer literally led to her being criminalized and led to her being, you know, what I'm saying on FBI. Or, or, I feel like led to her being one of the most morning. I don't know if it's FBI most morning, but I remember her being most morning. Everybody rocking afros mm-hmm. trying to, you know, what I'm saying act like they was Angela and you know, just pretty much what she was able to do and how she's still alive and still traveling and still speaking and still teaching education is elevation baby that way that way that way uh and so angela davis is the winner but i would outside of i would have picked uh you know outside of my own i would have picked uh asada shakur just because i think that you feel me like she was really about that action you know what i mean and like to be one of the most uh hated and was still one of the most uh one of the uh what the, the the biggest um most wanted people, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like in terms of being a criminal to this day, right? Even with all the reverence that the Black Panthers mm-hmm. get, even with all the love the Black Panthers get, the government still treats her like, yeah, if we catch her ass, we locking her the fuck up. And so it's like, yeah, I think that's big. But uh Angela Davis is the winner. Uh, let me just get this up here. Yeah, Angela Davis is the winner for this category. Shout out to the queen uh, for everything that she's done. We are extremely appreciative for or appreciative excuse me of all the work and effort that she put in so shout out to angela davis and let's go ahead and get into this last category before we close it out and that is george's favorite category the trendsetters the black trends of black history um let's go ahead and get that up get that graphic up Hopefully y'all been enjoying this. Appreciate everybody that's been here with us. We are rocking out a little bit longer than usual, but the Trendsetter Award, the best of black trends. Mm-hmm. Y'all know y'all said we got Meg up there because when it comes to trends, she did her motherfucking thing and she made yeah. an entire social media platform go crazy. Yeah, that was going to be the trend I was going with, definitely. She made you know it. She, hey, I think that, I think that TikTok should really pay her at least like 30% of their profits for, you know what I'm saying, for, for, for a long ass time. Because we know that during the quarantine, when everybody was locked up and everybody had their phone in their hand a little bit more than they was used to, mm-hmm. Meg the Stallion, I'm a Savage, that challenge, the Savage Challenge literally overnight made half a billion people go from Instagram and Facebook to TikTok to do this challenge. And they literally, in my opinion, birthed a lot of the challenge that we're seeing now. A lot of the challenges we're seeing now, they get very sensational and viral very quickly. I feel like you need to pay commemoration to the I'm a Savage Challenge. All right. All right. So, George, nominate Meg Thee Stallion. Toy. Um, I'm not really nominating a person, uh, um, but my favorite challenge was uh, the Silhouette Challenge. And um, that's all I got to say. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it. That you just gonna say just the silhouette challenge? Is I really appreciated the silhouette challenge. I liked it a lot. Thank you. Let's see. I tell you with the silhouette <laughs> challenge. You know, I mean, I'm a where my wife at. So I'm a I'm gonna talk under my breath on this one. I'm gonna nominate. I'm gonna nominate the busted challenge. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I I you know the bus for, for reasons. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but you know, reflecting it like your best friend, and also let's 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 uh let's commemorate the fact that the songs that we grew up that was like, yo, these is the bangers are now being sampled. These are now the sample songs. 
That's a um, and so yeah, I, I gotta nominate the Busted Challenge for uh, the obvious. Busted, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see what the let's see what the people talk about though. Uh, let's see. We got Megan, uh, Jalea Harmon. She made the Renegade dance. So uh, that. So yeah, yeah shout Jaleel. out to her. And, and, uh, and technically, the Renegade dance was I feel like was kind of the first first TikTok viral. That was the first one. Yeah, that was the first one. Uh, Pinky Promise Life said Megan's legs. Shout out to the Meg the Stallion knees. Y'all know how that goes. Uh, Tanisha said Bailey. I think that's one of the one of them twins. Chloe X Haley. Um, Chloe yeah. Bailey. Um, Chloe, yeah. who was in Chloe X Haley, but you know, really grown, decided to go out on her own and really. Uh, create. They decided to have separate social media profiles and spaces, and, and since wasted no time getting acquainted uh, to the trends of social media and just you know being free, being herself, being beautiful. We got a question in the chat. Question in the chat. Uh, did, I, did I do? Did I like? Did I do this a little bit? <laughs> For me, you don't know me, uh, so I'm gonna just uh, explain to you like this: real gangsters don't dance, they boogie. Uh, mm. I, just, I just catch a vibe. I know silhouette challenge. She said, "Real gang, real gangsters don't dance. They boogie. They just so, pull up their pants, you know, and lean back." Uh, but no, in real life, I you know just be chilling. Just watch. I watch the professionals. I leave it to the people who you know are really qualified to do that. Type oh, of oh, she was saying. Uh, she was saying Chloe. Chloe Bailey did the busted challenge. Got it. Um. So yeah, I, I, you know. See, I'm a, I'm a, as a married man, I'm gonna just let y'all let on this funny joke. Being on TikTok, my wife is like is a TikTok addict now, right? Like she don't post, she just like scroll and just, and, and laugh and shit, right? And so, which I gotta understand is hey, that my wife do the same thing now too. Now, like all that shit you was talking now, now look who's scrolling on for you, page. right? So, so which I gotta understand is that the 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 sounds associated with these challenges, yeah, you know I mean. They like when they playing out loud, it's like you it ain't no hiding what you, you know, what I mean, what you looking at on your phone. Like, so when that checking your reflection and telling your best friend, like when that start to play, I I gotta. <laughs> like, I think you know what I'm saying? Because you ain't supposed to be getting it in like that. So, uh, to go ahead and close it out, we're gonna get this last one in, man. We're gonna give out this last Black History Month award for y'all. So, we can go ahead and let y'all go. George gotta get, we, we all actually gotta get, gotta get up in the morning. Yeah. Um, so. Let's go ahead and get this voting in. Toya, mm-hmm. if you had to go with a decision that was not, or uh, a nominee that was not yours, what would you go with? We can both the aisles because niggas run everything. And um, there is not a trend. All trends are created equal and all trends are created by black people. And so I just really love to see every time we decide to do something that, that literally we hold social media captive. And make them do our shit, and that is one of my favorite things. So I vote for all of them. George, mm-hmm. oh, you said silhouette challenge, though, huh? Toya said silhouette challenge. You said busted challenge. Toya, I said the busted challenge. Toya said the silhouette challenge. We're going busted challenge, man. The busted challenge. Yeah. Ah, I'm gonna have to go with Meg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna have to man, go. We got we wait time. Uh, well, not really. Not really. I guess not. No, I guess Toya and uh, Meg wins, huh? Because I, I yeah, said Meg wins. It's, 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 you know, what I mean, it's, it's, it's about you know what it is. Uh, and so the winner for the the, the Trendsetter Award for the Black History Awards 2021 is Meg The Stallion and her knees, because 
uh the fact that her uh, that her knees became they own kind of uh thing you feel me uh you know that's that's love it's like you remember they remember when j-lo's booty was the thing like she got it insured no nah, this other yeah, shit yeah, yeah, we find compared to real booties nothing nothing so no, uh, there's no competition there's no there's no faking there. no there's there's there. there's no competition at all so shout out to meg the stallion for that and uh, shout out to y'all for for joining uh, the uh, the Chop Up Show in our second Black History Month awards, man. It's the second time we got it in. Uh, y'all see, we we really put some effort into giving y'all a good uh, a good display, a good show. You know what I mean? We really wanted this one to feel like an award show. Hope, hope so, y'all loved it. So when we come back for the third Black History Month awards, we're gonna we're gonna level up. On, you know what I'm saying on this? So y'all stay tuned. We're going to go ahead and release the, uh, you know, release the, our, our, our winners and all of that throughout the week uh, on Instagram, on TikTok, everywhere else. Um, y'all make sure y'all follow all of that. Uh, make sure y'all share this video. Y'all make sure y'all like this video. Make sure y'all comment uh, even even after the live is over and all of that. Because, again, we are in a battle against the algorithms as black people. We are fighting the ability to be uh, to be able to be recognized in a space that uses our energy but don't like for us to be the face of it. So uh, in order for the chop up to be what it is, we need y'all liking, sharing, subscribing, following, all of that shit, right? At the chop up show on Instagram, at the chop up show on Facebook, uh, at the chop up show on YouTube and the chop up show pod, right? On Twitter, it's the chop up show pod. Chop up show pod. The chop up show pod on Twitter. Just uh, chop up show pod, no chop- Chop up show pod yeah. on Twitter. Uh Tanisha said this is her first time. She will be back. That's love. Pinky Promise said this is her third show. That's love. We love having y'all. We love the dialogue. We love the conversation. Toy and George, anything y'all want to say before we close this thing out? Big love to Noel. Big love to Vance, Lester J, Thorough Beauty, Alex N for popping in. All of y'all. Um, make sure again, y'all go to Spotify, go to the Apple Podcast. If y'all listening to it on those streaming platforms, make sure you give us some stars or some likes or whatever there. Leave a comment, drop it, telling people that y'all like the content. Y'all want to see it because that pushes us up there as well. But more importantly, every Monday night, Monday, March the first, we will be right back here with y'all. Uh, hanging out and talking about uh, the newest happenings and the uh, newest developments as we move forward uh, with uh, COVID and these vaccines, with the economy, with uh, black people. We always up to something. It's always going to be a way for us to come in here and talk about what matters. So y'all bring us some content. Uh, use our DMs and our inboxes to let us know what y'all want to talk about. If it's a couple days before the show and you think something is cool that you want to try to throw in, throw in. No promises, but we definitely want to be thinking about the content that y'all want to be talking about too. So make sure y'all tap in with us and let us know what we should be thinking about. Yeah, man. And then uh, the last thing I throw in is if you ever watch, if, if you ever listening to a show uh, after the fact on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Blog Talk Radio, go on and go copy the link and send it to somebody in text message or make a post out of it or you know what I'm saying. Help us out. You feel me? Going on and share the link. So, you know, you know, we say education is elevation. So we got to make sure we're disseminating the information and education that we pushing on this old chop up, man. So definitely appreciate the circulation. And, yeah, you know. man. Shout out to Noel. Shout out to Vance. Uh, shout out to Khadijah, man. We we appreciate uh, we appreciate y'all time. And we're going to go ahead and close it out the same way we bring it in. We're going to let y'all next week. Let's get it.
Oh, hold on, I gotta switch it up. Cause we was in the awards brand. This is the normal brand, and we out. Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in the console. Keep the semi when I ride. Little penny when